Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges, and this is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We are studying the Gospel of John. Today is episode 81. We're looking at John chapter 2, verses 18 through 25, and this will take us to the end of chapter 2. Let's read the passage. So the Jews replied to him, What sign will you show us for doing these things? Jesus answered, Destroy this temple, and I will raise it up in three days. Therefore the Jews said, This temple took forty-six years to build, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. So when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the statement Jesus had made. While he was in Jerusalem during the Passover festival, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. Jesus, however, would not entrust himself to them, since he knew them all, and because he did not need anyone to testify about man, for he himself knew what was in man. Well, Jesus had been at the temple chasing people out who were conducting commerce and changing money. He said, get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. So he was concerned that they had lost sight of what the temple was really about. Rather than setting up a farmer's market next door to the temple, they were doing this in the temple itself. And Jesus was upset over this and and chased all the people out. Well, then the Jews get involved. Now, remember, everybody is Jewish. Jesus is Jewish. All his followers are Jewish. Everyone at the temple, for the most part, is Jewish. There might be a few Gentiles there who are there as God-fearers. So when John says the Jews, he generally is referring to the Jewish leaders. So he's at the temple, the leaders of the Jewish faith. They are the ones who then challenge him and say, what are you doing? Remember, they got wind of John the Baptist, so they sent a delegation to go see John the Baptist and find out what was going on. So now Jesus is creating a stir in the temple courts, and so they go out what is going on here? And their challenge to him is, what sign will you show us for doing these things? Now, everybody's waiting for the Messiah. This sounds kind of like a Messiah kind of thing. You know, if the Messiah were going to show up and get mad about the misuse of the area of the temple for commerce, that that might be the sort of thing the Messiah would do. And so they want to see a sign. Show us a Messiah sign. If you think you're the Messiah, then give us a sign. Jesus didn't. He wouldn't give signs on demand. He made plenty of signs, but never on demand. And instead, he says, destroy this temple and I will raise it up in three days. Well, we look at this and see that he's looking forward to the cross, to his death and resurrection. And we see that down in verse 21. They don't get it. Their response is, this temple took 46 years to build. You're going to raise it up in three days? Now, it's been being built for 46 years. The temple construction was started under King Herod. Now, King Herod died in 4 BC, and it's still going on. It wasn't finished until 63 AD. So at this point, it had been going on for 46 years, but it was still in progress. There was still construction going on. So it was quite the building project. So it was quite the elaborate, impressive, a bit of architecture and construction. And they understand Jesus say, tear this place down, I'll build it up again in three days. Now, 
We know he's referring to his body. They didn't. And they take issue with his uh, description of the temple this way. Now, this comes up later in Jesus' trial in Matthew 26, 59 to 61. They're uh, trying to get people to testify against Jesus. They're trying to kill him later on. And it says that the chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false testimony against Jesus so they could put him to death. But they could not find any, even though many false witnesses came forward. Finally, two came forward, stated, This man said, I can destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. So this is what they're referring to, this, this statement he made here. Similarly, Mark describes this in Mark 14. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, stating, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another not made by hands. Yet their testimony did not agree even on this. So, uh, obviously, a couple of years has passed, and their testimony is a little confused. One, they're not properly quoting him, and even their, their quotes don't quite match each other. They're thinking about the physical temple, and I can't really blame them if you're at the temple and he says, destroy this temple. Yeah, I'm going to be thinking of the building. But Jesus often used these double layers of speaking to get his point across. So uh, down at verse 21 says, but he was speaking about the temple of his body. Then verse 22, so when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this and they believed the scripture and the statement Jesus had made. So they believe what Jesus said. Jesus said, I will rise again in three days. You destroy this temple, meaning my body, but I will raise it up in three days. So when Jesus rose from the dead for three days, they, they got it then. Now it says they believe the scripture. Usually when the Bible says they believe the scriptures, it means in, in totality, the, the total of the scriptures. But when it says the scripture singular, it's usually mentioning a specific scripture, a specific Bible passage, and it's not clear what this refers to. It might refer to Psalm 69, verse 9, uh, where we looked at that earlier, because zeal for your house is consuming the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Maybe that's what they mean, but it's not clear. It's not clear what scripture is referring to. So that seems to be the end of this event. Then there's a brief little three-verse interlude here, verses 23 through 25. While he was in Jerusalem during the Passover festival, many believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. So he was doing signs, but he never did signs on command. When uh, they said, show us a Messiah sign... He wouldn't do it. He, he starts talking about the temple. But in Matthew 12, verses 39 and 40, uh, he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation demands a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For as Jonah was in the belly of the huge fish three days and three nights, so the Son of Man will be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. So he says, You want a sign? That's going to be the sign. And for us, that is the sign, the sign of Jesus' resurrection. Jesus raised people from the dead. Jesus fed the thousands. Jesus did a lot of miraculous things. But the 
thing that really matters is the fact that he rose from the dead and nobody has done that before. So the the sign that really matters here he refers to it Matthew 12 as the the sign of Jonah that is rising up from the dead after three days that's the sign now he was doing other signs wherever Jesus went he he did signs he healed people he uh, cast out demons he he did a lot of signs and it says that many people believed in his name when they saw the signs he was doing however Verse 24, it says, Jesus, however, would not entrust himself to them, since he knew them all. Now, this word entrust, that's the same word that gets translated as believe. It is normally translated as believe. So, many people believed when they saw the signs, but Jesus didn't believe, since he knew them. So, what he's saying, basically, is Jesus didn't believe their believing yeah, they believed something, but they didn't believe enough. And that's an interesting point. Uh, we often just talk about believe, but how much do you have to believe to believe enough? Now, we haven't been given a, a real clear, we haven't been given a checklist to where we can say, well, you believe this, you believe this, believe this, well, you believe enough. No, no, I, and that's where God's the one who judges our hearts. So it's not enough to just pray a prayer, to go to church, to act right. The point is, do you really believe? Do you really believe what Jesus said? Do you really believe what Jesus did? Do you really believe in him and have faith in him? They apparently did not because Jesus knew their hearts and Jesus knew their, their faith was faulty. So they believed, but Jesus didn't believe their believing. Now verse 25 is, is worded awkwardly and because he did not need anyone to testify about man for he himself do what was in man basically saying here Jesus didn't need anybody to provide any testimony about what anybody was believing because he knew what they were believing so Jesus didn't need anybody to tell him what was on anybody's hearts even the people saying they're believing Jesus knew better than they did so Jesus didn't need anybody's input on what the status of anybody's heart was, he knew their hearts. So as we look at all this, big thing for us, you know, as I look at this is, you know, we often want to see signs. We wanted, uh, gosh, wouldn't it be great if God would just do a miracle? And because of that, people would believe. But would they really believe? The, the biggest thing for people to believe, the biggest sign, is the sign of the resurrection. As Jesus said, the sign of Jonah. The fact that Jesus lived amongst us and Jesus was executed and killed and put in a tomb, but rose from the dead, that's the sign that really should bring us to belief. Well, thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through the Gospel of John.